shadow government called the Umbru Black Ops, yep. right? So they do all the dirty work that the government can't, it's like propaganda. What, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that yeah, the yeah. government always looks like good. And, yeah. yeah, so it's like, we, we're behind the scenes. We are the actual chess movers and, yeah. you know, yeah. And we're, and we're, we're happy, I'm happy being in the shadows, bro. I prefer that. I don't yeah. want the spotlight. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I think, it, yeah, it comes down to like, Whatever your e- like, whatever your ego needs. I don't think it's like you're totally like sacrificing your ego. I think it's there's something about it that you, that I like that being behind the scenes, like the way that kind of it's makes it's different. You feel, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 dope, man. It's like you get to really see what really happens. Yeah. 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 You don't. You get to. I don't, I don't like. I like. I'm a process oriented person. Like yeah. I like to see how something can begin as an idea and then it ends up as something. Yeah. And like, you only really get to see that when you're behind the scenes because you've seen, you know, the reiterations, the markups, the brainstorming, whatever, whatever. And then you see the end product, but most people only really see the end product. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? All and the then they're like, oh, it. this is, yeah. And sometimes I feel like I'm attached to that process. I fucking love it. It's just like... You never really know, you know what I mean? You're kind of taking a leap of faith before actually presenting something. you got to have that quality as a human being, though, just like, I don't know fully what the outcome of this is going to be, but I know this is, like, towards what I want, so... Mm. And you just kind of got to snatch it. People that have the ability to do that is... Yeah, it's a good one. Um, when did you when did you decide that you wanted to do management, or music management specifically? Um... For me, it came from, like, we've had a bit of chat behind the scenes um, <laughs> with this. It was just more so, I just, firstly, I, I didn't even know what I was doing to begin yep. with, but I kind of understand, like, the workings of the behind the scenes. Yeah, business mind. The business side yep. of things. Um, and I was introduced to, obviously, Figaro through my little brother, the housemates, and you know, me and my little brother will be coming back from some of the events that we work at and that we run. I'm leaving him at home at 3, 4, 5 a.m. in the morning and, like, as soon as the door opens while well, I'm hearing the 808s kicking and I'm like, <laughs> are these guys partying? Yeah. You know, whatnot, whatnot. I never was curious until it was, like, the third, fourth time and I'm like, okay, what's really happening here? And then I see Eric e and Figaro just making beats or recording and I'm like, okay, what's this? You know, got introduced to it, started listening to some of the music, and I'm like, damn, this is from Perth? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, wow. You like, generally, like, I had generally, a to it. Yeah, you I was like, it. this is dope. Not just because, you know, you knew them and stuff, mm. yeah. And I was like, this is, act- like, I can, like, fuck with this personally. Um, and I was like, dope. And then, obviously, over time, that relationship built. I got to understand more about those two guys and... Um, Kind of just, yeah, developed a relationship to a point where it came where 
um, figure. I was like, yeah, look, man, like, you seem to really know what to do with the business and the marketing side. Like, I keep hearing about, you know, Honeycut or the Manor or all of this type of stuff. Like, maybe you can help me out and, you know, because he, he, he had the right mannerisms, the right yeah. energy. Yeah. The yeah. right energy. I yeah. didn't want anything from him. I didn't need anything yeah. from him. But, like, <laughs> I was just like, man. I just enjoy. You're passionate about, I was passionate about, about the it. music. Like mm. you, you believed in it. Believed I in think it. That's mm. yeah. That's a big thing that artists need to look for in managers. It's like, does this person really believe really? in what I'm doing? Because if they're just after a check, it's gonna end badly for mm. both of you. You know what I mean? Like, as a manager, you sort of have to be pretty much a pre- prepared to do a lot of work for no money. Facts. For probably like two years, and that's even like a fast amount of time. That's if you give a fast <laughs> track. Yeah. 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 But you really got to love it, man, like, and really, because if I, for me, if I don't, like, enjoy it, if I don't, if I'm not passionate about it, I don't do it. I'm yeah. like an all or nothing. So if yeah. I was on the fence with it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have said yes. And me saying yes was like, damn, I need to now educate myself. You know? So did, did, did Figaro approach you to say, like, he, he said? No, it kind of came up in conversation. Conversa- yeah, and I was naturally. like, man, like, yeah. what are you guys, like, I've never heard about you guys, like. Yeah what's up like what's happening and he's just he just it happened naturally yeah. like um or didn't put much emphasis into it he's just about the music yeah. i'm like i get that but like in this world it's more than just that so yeah. much else happens behind the scenes you need to maintain relationships and you have to do all of this other extra stuff um which i enjoy doing i love connecting with people especially for like i actually connect with them um i like to maintain the relationship etc etc but um yeah it just happened naturally it happened naturally similar yeah. story to myself in mali mm. um tell us to, yeah tell us a bit more about that because yeah i think people know that you're involved in your in you production know, his, yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah so mali is the i started managing about in september last year what is that six months time is at the moment is crazy Nine but months. anyway let's just say yeah. september last year yeah. um I started to, I, I yeah, basically started being a manager. My only artist being Marley, who I co-managed with Reese from the band Super Ego. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's a very similar story. It came about uh, naturally. I was introduced to Marley in um, 2017 uh, by Ziggy Ziggy Ramo, who used yep. to live in Perth. Um, young kid, like crazy energy. Yeah. Come in and like, yeah, Ziggy really knew could see a lot of himself in in Marley, and um, yeah, it was just just crazy and then sort of a few years went by and you know he went through going through high school and stuff and then he approached me at the start of last year 2019 he said hey we've got these songs but we sort of need to get them to a certain level like mix wise or you know Mm. production wise and he's got his uh, producer uh, OJ43 who's another like young kid just crazy shout out to him shout out (laughs) produced all Mali stuff um, and I was like, yeah, cool. I'll help you guys out, da da da. You know, because Triple J, like Triple J told us they really like it, but you know, it needs to be. They need just the production quality to be, to be better. Um, mm. And through through doing that, I started to sort of get more involved with. Um, oh, okay, this strategy, or oh, what do you think about this? Should we do this? Because just because I'd been through it before, just because mm. you know I'm a little bit older, and in the previous years I'd sort of gone through the industry. Um, then time goes by, they keep releasing music, keep using me to record and mix and stuff, and. It's like really gaining some traction. These guys mm. are like, you know, in, in the Perth scene at least. And then they put out this song called Mistakes. Yeah. Um, and it lands them in the, basically as Triple J Unearthed High Finalist. And yeah. that's just like really, really good press. Like for anyone Crazy. who doesn't know, like mm. it's a 
a big deal. Like even not even winning it. Just a shout out to George Alice. But uh, like just getting in the finals is is like a a crazy big deal. And that's when sort of the emails started flying through. Uh, Like, hey, we're from Sydney. We want to manage you. Hey, what's going on? Like, you know, that's when all this. And when that started to happen, I just sort of thought to myself, like, I don't see any of these people sort of. Like, I see myself kind of do managing you. I don't see any of these other, other people. And Reese and I just were really close with Marley. And, yeah, again, it just sort of happened naturally. I said to Reese, I was like, do you want to just, should we do this? And Reese is, he's always just, like, willing to be like, yep, let's, like, let's, let's give it a go. It. And um, I've actually found it, like, really, really rewarding. Um, mm. How so? I don't know. I like, I like seeing people I care about win. Facts. Yeah, for sure. But also, I like to add to that. Mm. I like people putting in the work and not knowing when the rewards are going to come, yeah. but putting in the work anyway. Yeah. Because that's what's more rewarding when they end up winning. Because yeah. it's not like it wasn't just handed out. They actually like worked for exactly, it. You know? Exactly, exactly. It's, yeah, it's rewarding for me. It's just knowing that I can do that for somebody like tickles my ego. It's not fully <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I, I get a kick out of it. Don't worry. It's Facts. I'm not fully like selfless or whatever. But, um, yeah, I just, I, and I like, like you, as much as I like doing um, production and technical stuff, like I'm, I'm a big nerd, but mm. I also, I really like the business side of things. I like emailing, I like maintaining relationships with people, talking to booking agents, talking, you know, it, that, that excites me. So mm. um, I think it's a good role, like what I have in that project of kind of um, helping just organize stuff you know they they're just they can focus on the music pump out ideas and then i help them push it that extra 20 percent, and then go to race and be like okay let's how do we strategize this and and get the most out of it you know what i mean it's i think to build a good team it sort of needs to happen like an assembly line you've got people mm. at the start creating it and then you just pass it along pass it along you know? and that's what we started to do with the marley project even now with niche he signed to for booking and good manners doing pr like we've got like really good people around us and that stuff's really important I think we need to really, like, press on that. Yeah. Like, if you're really trying to get far, you really need a team, man. Big time. Like, it makes life so much easier. Like, we've got uh, Sean Fitzsimmons, Fitzy. Yeah. He's on board now and, you know, helping us out with a lot of, like, especially the UM stuff that happened on our end. Um, And it's just good having someone who's been in industry who kind of knows how to move and... um, just does right you know what i mean like yeah yeah and it's it's good to learn from and to kind of soak that and someone who's made mistakes from. i think mm. that's where i come in a lot with marley because you know i've been where he's been at before and done certain things that haven't you know I, i'd never want someone to like i hate the mentality of like oh you know i went through this so you need to go nah, nah. help each other out man like if you can see that there's a dead end at the end of that path or you know or i did this in this you know why wouldn't you do it's it? You passing know? on that. Passing info. it on, yeah. Because, yeah, it just That's helps. important for the scene, like, for the, mm. yeah. Don't keep... For the people. There's a lot of people that try to keep, like, oh, this is, like, my secret. Or, you know what I yeah. mean? Kind of like... And it's like, we're not going to get far if only one person penetrates. We need pretty much... The, it's a collective thing. Big um, time. And you kind of see it happening in Sydney right now. Like, yeah. they've invested into their community and 
support the community, but they're also very stringent on quality control within the community. You can see like the touching on a good the, subject, yeah. the tears. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's kind of that sort of healthy competition in a way. Like mm. everybody's like you know, well, I guess actually most people are friends with you know. You can, it doesn't mean you have to be super hostile to people, but at the same time, it's like someone puts out a record, and you're like, oh you know, like, I've got to, we've got to, like, we've got to meet that standard, you know what I mean? Mm. That's, that's where the quality control comes from, you know, mm. it's good to obviously have everyone support each other and stuff, but that little bit of that, like, oh, mm. okay, oh, I see, like, you're doing your thing, like, I'm going to, like, put something out of that quality, like, that's Facts. when your scene starts to, I think, to really go crazy, mm. but. And we still have, I guess, a very infant scene, and. And interesting times, I guess, because now, you know, with the whole corona stuff. Mm, you've really seen who's really who's into in it. their music yeah. and who really hasn't. And, and I think the the corona, obviously it's still speculation, but I'd say there's still, there's probably a lot of opportunity to come from it because if shows are to come back, festivals are to come back, there's going to be no internationals and there's not going to be people running off overseas and doing South By mm. and, and whatnot. So Perth then doesn't seem that far ah. away anyway, <laughs> away anymore. Yeah. Especially for you guys with Honeycut with your touring and stuff, you know. Definitely. You know, speculating that things hopefully in this country can come come back to some normality. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll be, we've got some plans coming. Yeah. Like, we just want to <laughs> get the whole, I guess, country involved um, yep. in a way. So, yeah, we'll see how things go. I won't go too much into, the, into, into Secrets. that. Secrets, yeah, you don't know when this yeah. is going out. <laughs> nah, not at all. <laughs> Who knows? But... Yeah, man, definitely, like, it's really going to be good for the, I guess, local creative and arts industry because if there's no exporting and importing happening, yep. the grassroots has really got to step up and they're going to get a lot more exposure and they're going to get a chance to really, I guess, shine. And it'll be competitive, which will be good too. a good thing. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm big on that. So, mm. yeah. Um, um, what's next, I guess? Where do you kind of see yourself, I guess, going <laughs> in future with this? Just having this conversation, I've warmed up on this one. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously things can change. I didn't know I was going to be here 10 years ago, but it's always nice to vision things. You well, know. actually, before we get there, okay. how, how did we get to where oh, we okay. are? <laughs> yeah. For those that don't know. Yeah. yeah. I guess a brief rundown would be um, I started playing drums when I was nine. Mm. Um, and it was just something I sort of just instantly understood. And growing up, I was sort of like somebody that really didn't get simple things like tying my shoe. Like I really struggled <laughs> with stuff. Like my parents and my grandparents used to tell me about it. Like they'll still tell me about it all the time. Like there'd be like a drill at soccer training and like every, you'd, I'd see like five kids run one way mm. and I'd run the, like I just wouldn't get it and run the other way. So I really like struggled to and I w was academically like struggled at school and stuff like that but when I sat down at the drum set set and people were explaining things to me, I just got, got it. it and I think that's what hooked me because like I was like oh my I just get this I get this music thing and then so I played drums and when I got to the age of 13 I was like you know I actually really want to do this is like can I do this like as a career <laughs> yeah. and luckily because I went to I went to a really good school went to uh, Wesley in South Perth, um, and my teachers were like really supported, supported, supportive, of like, yo, yeah, you can, you can do this. Like, this is a few options path, you know. So they really inspired me. And then as I got into high school, I sort of picked up uh, production, 
got really into this guy called Questlove from The Roots. Um, Ooh, yes. And he opened my mind up to you can be, you don't just have to be like a drummer or a, you can learn to do multi, like a multitude of things in the music industry. And that, I think that's once I've grasped that, it was, yeah. You kind of. I went crazy. And then um, I've just been coming up in the scene, working with different artists, different projects. And Cause now involved. five years later out of school. So yeah, five years since I left. So. Of you know five five years of like you know over eight hours a day of just on music you know so I guess that's got to get you somewhere Fact. hopefully it's I full don't know time um, and yeah and then so I guess for the future I'd at the moment I guess what I'd really like is um I'd really like to just ha- work with my friends like that would be amazing and so my concept behind that is kind of possibly like owning a label or sort of this sort of like what future classic has done where they Mm. can kind of like control the creative process. And I I really enjoy, I think I tell, I tell people I work in artist development, which I I truly think I do. It's like a really fun, fun thing for me, like taking something like someone's demo or whatever, and then like getting it to a certain quality and then help marketing, marketing them. That's like, that's like artist development to me. So if I could do that on like a big scale, I think that's kind of like the future for me. So I just need to keep on, writing songs, working Dope. on production, and then just learning more about the industry, more conversations, but yeah. Given that you do get into that space later on, mm-hmm. how are you going to, are you going to pick and choose who you work with? Are you only going to pick I do now. With? You do now. <laughs> <laughs> Hugely. And, yeah. and that's, we, going back to quality control, that's kind of what it's about. Like, yeah, you got to be, you got to, everybody should be picky who, who they work with. You should never mm. be working with someone because it's like on some clout shit or like, I'd, I'd never do, or Thanks. I need to be working. Like it's, it's about like, you're going to make, it's about the music. You're going to make good music together. Do you like this person? Do you, can you, can yeah, you connect? connect? Can you connect mm. is a huge one, yeah, especially for producers out there. Like that's, if you want to be like, turn into a real producer and not just like a, a beat maker or something, learn how to like connect with the artist and, and mm. make them feel really comfortable and, that's a huge part of it. It's so. and I also feel touching on that having like for any I guess artists or um, you know future current present having a, a sound and having that relationship with the producer can really elevate. Hugely. I guess your art. Um, it's 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 a vulnerable th- it's a vulnerable thing to do, like make music with somebody. Like it's it can be really awkward if someone comes in and it's like starts like playing the guitar at you. I was like, oh, you want to jump in and do, like it's you kind of got to sit down and have a convo first and sort of like ease into it. It's a it's a vulnerable, I- intimate mm. like experience. Like, so yeah, t- that, touch more on that. I don't play any instruments, okay. so like, I don't. Well, like know, I'm usually know. an observer, so I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can pinpoint why exactly it's a. But it's just like when you go in, you're sort of opening up to somebody. Like when you're saying things into the mic, like you're giving someone lyrics, you're giving someone your story. If you don't know that person or you feel uncomfortable with them, it's like the best music is always when it's just it's just flowing out of you. You're not like thinking too hard about it. Like when I sit down to make a beat or whatever, mm. I don't necessarily. I'm not like, and I don't know. This could be different for other people. Like some people may be like, oh, I've got this specific specific melody in my head. I actually just sort of stop thinking and mm-hmm. like just sort of let it come out of me like there's a lot of work to do to get to that place obviously you got to know how to use the tools to be able to do that so you got to learn like ableton or whatever your door is maybe learn an instrument or something but Put because i've time. worked hard on having the tools now i can just let go 
when I create. And I think that's when you can actually start making good art. But everybody's what, different. So that's just my experience. What's your creative process? Like, let's say you're tackling from a producer. Let's say you're just producing yep. a song. Or just from scratch? Just from scratch. Yeah. Um, or you have an idea that comes to you. How do you go about it? Like, do you start with drums? Do you go melodies? Like, or does it differ? So I don't start with an idea. I start with a feeling, Ooh, right? So I actually yes. like translate that feeling. That's all it is. Like, I don't really sit down and make stuff anymore unless I have that. Mm. And I know it sort of comes and goes as things you can do to like enhance it. But that's, I'm not like, oh, I've got this melody in my head and I'm, it's it's more of a feel. I've got, okay, I want to make music. I've got this feeling. I'm feeling this way. And then I just ma make the music match the feeling or let the feeling take over the music. That sounds so corny, but I swear to God, that's, <laughs> that's how it no, is. No, no, no. As an observer, right, I've been in a few sessions when, like, uh, Figaro or, you know, some of his homies are, in the, you know, working on something. And I hear that a lot. It's like, nah, that doesn't feel right. It's not more so a sounds Like, it'll sound good, but, like, they'll scratch something because it doesn't feel right. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, uh, totally. I totally get it's that. It's now, like, that, a That's a good sign, thing. though. That's a good sign because some artists in the early days, they like make and everything they make, they're just like, because they've made it, they think they, they kind of like almost trick themselves into liking it. So they don't let themselves sort of progress. But mm. if you're at the stage where you're like, I oh, know it's, it's dope, but I just don't feel it. Like, that means mm. you're making enough music to like, yeah, you know, that's Repetition's cool. important. Yes. Yes. Important. It's a craft, man. It's like anything. It's like learning how to do anything. You really have to, if you can, and everybody's got different lives, but as much as you can do it. Uh, do it. Damn. Damn. How are we going on time? I mean, we took a while to get to into, it. Get into so it. So um, we can just, yeah. What's next? You got anything on there? No, we kind of covered everything kinda already. Kind of covered everything? Yeah. Uh, maybe just ask you one more thing. Yeah, maybe I'll just reverse that on you. What do you see? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Damn. Um, honestly, I don't really know, bro. Yeah. I'm kind of just winging it and going with it mm -hmm. um it's it's everything's uncertain right now like i you know with the whole corona situation and how that's going to change uh, the whole like, events game yeah and um prior to it you know we had a plan you know we had a few shows a few international acts lined up for the whole year like this was going to be a really big calendar for us and um yeah that kind of was scratched <laughs> before it could even begin how crazy um, i and what did that do to you? Because for me, I I had a day where I was day. like, I had a day. Like, I remember it specifically because my mom was like, what is wrong with you? And I was just like, I was just flat mad because I was like, dude, what the? Like, you're like, oh my word. Everything is... washed away. But then I just let myself feel what I needed to feel. That's important. I'm not going to force myself to be like, you know. And Jumpy then, and, and then the and, perspective yeah. came back. Oh, I'm not dying on the street. I live mm. a very comfortable life. Like, and you know, my everything just came back. I think that that was that was for me. But I, how did it make you feel? <laughs> it took honestly one thing that I did. It took me like a week to kind of get like over it. Cause like yep. I, we had invested so much time. Events would be tough. Man, it's different for me. I still man, got in the studio. And like, <laughs> it's a bit different. And we were um, actually one of the first. We had uh, Jared Jackson and Full Crate. They were meant to fly in literally 
two days after they've blocked international um, borders. Wow. So everything was kind of on like on ice. Stressful. We didn't know he was on his. He was. It was. He was meant to go to the airport that day, and yeah. like we were just on edge. And then we were like, "Nah, that's not worth it." Like. It's not like don't stress it. We'll talk to Qantas and whatever, and like, and then straight after we decided that the government's like, no, nah, no, you know, borders are closed, whatever, whatever. And then you know, it it was it was stressful at the time, but like at the same time, you understand like it's bigger than just. Yourself. How do you go in those situations? Like, not only just stressful ones, but in situations where it's kind of confrontational. Because I'm sure you have them, like, when someone tries to do, mm. like, you know, you have to, like, get something, you have to push to get something done and it's stressful to my, how do you go, For me, man, go about that? I'm pretty, like, a lot of people that I work with now, I'm pretty upfront. Um, yeah. I'm not. Which is a big, it's, yeah. That's just how I was raised. My mum and dad were always like, look, if something makes you feel some type of way, always go and be like, look, I might be wrong and making an assumption about this, but... You know, this made me feel this you mean way. Good communication. Or, yeah. Yeah. Communi- oh man, it's Which important. is like a big, a big skill. But mm. it's like, yeah. And then, yeah. So when it comes to like, even, you know, Dave and Tabs, when they work with me, I'm glad to work with guys that understand how I am. I'm pretty like, I'm pretty blunt. Like, I'll be like, yeah, yes or no. Like, and then I'll, I'll explain why. But I might not always say it in the <laughs> most nicest way. Like, yeah. I don't want to waste your time and I don't want to waste my time. So I'm just kind of going to cut to the chase. And, yeah, I think that's how um, we're very similar. Like, <laughs> I'd consider myself a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone watching is like, no. But yeah, the t- back to time wasting thing. Mm. I-, I had this bit of a spiel on my Instagram about this, um, about like, just, you don't have to be. Like the, being polite and stuff is good in the right situation. Mm. But sometimes when you're just working, you're getting stuff done. It's just like the bluntness, just the the affirmation. It's just got to be like, yeah, it's got to be said <laughs> about and, stuff. And this is also like when it comes back to being behind the scenes, like you kind of see how like you have to do that to get shit done. Yeah. Yeah. Like otherwise nothing gets time. done. Yeah. And people will. No, not make your priority they might not think you're really serious about what you're doing mm-hmm. like you kind of have to be proactive and make sure things get done and you can't wait for things and to dance come around to you. and stuff yeah. yeah um so it's really it's really about how you go about it and just communicating your message effectively and mm-hmm. um yeah I, I should be a lot nicer but <laughs> nah, i but think yeah. you are man but no nah, it's just in, the, in, the, in certain situations when i'm recording people it's just like very blunt and you know, oh, because it's work. Yeah, oh, it's, it's work, different, yeah. man. When yeah. it's work, it's like we're here to get a job done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like you expect this from me, and I expect this from you in return. Mm-hmm. Like it's really, I like to be communicative of like clear cut. Like this is what we're gonna do. This is what I'm gonna expect for you to do, and you should expect this much from me. If I lack, by all means, please call me out. Yeah. Because like. We all get like that. Sometimes, you know, we have other things going on and might forget, you know, commitments or whatnot. I think the root of a lot of people's, like, the problems is just communication, even between artists and stuff like that. You might Definitely. think something about something and it's not really the case. So being to have, you know, having good communication is, is, key. is the key. 
But yeah, man. What else we got on here? Um, so we just wrap it up. Wrap it up, man. Um, if you guys have any questions or have enjoyed our conversations. Or stuff for us to cover. Or have things for us to cover. Um, whether it's, you know, the production side of things, artist management, events. I'm pretty free and, you know, to reach out to and, you know, we can make a time and chat if you have any questions or if you want us to address it. We can address it here. Mm. Cool. I'm Jake Al. I'm Ashmaz and we're just chilling. <laughs> <laughs>